Well, good afternoon, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to, it's kind of a special edition of Rick Dancer, Get Real with Rick Dancer. I'll tell you what, we're getting so many people <laughs> as clients that we're doubling up on shows now to get everything in. And um, tonight we're gonna do something really super fun, or today, um, kind of go back and look at some old stories on ghost towns in Oregon. Um, I recently talked to Brian, one of the owners at Elements Health Clubs, and he said, Rick, I really like it when you do those old stories from KEZI. I want to sponsor that. So I said, what the heck? Let's do it. So yeah, this our sponsor is Elements Health Club, um, and we're going to go to Sarah in just a second. But I also want to make a correction on something I said yesterday. I was on a uh, show yesterday. We were talking about a plan that the Senate has put together on PPP loans. And this is going to affect anyone who borrowed more than $100,000 or more. And I put my name in there, said, hey, our business, we did this, um, you know, and it's going to affect us. And went home and my wife and I started looking and she goes, we didn't borrow that much. So I, I needed to make a correction. I just want to be really honest. So I did not borrow that much money. So this would not affect me. But anyone who has over five employees, this measure would probably impact. So I just want to make that really clear. So I don't, I'm not passing off bad information. Um, and uh, I wasn't trying to lie to you. I actually thought we had, <laughs> but we didn't. So um, one of the things that one our sponsor again is uh, Elements Health Club. Um, they have three different gyms, one in Springfield, uh, which used to be the old court sports many years ago. And then there's also a West 11th gym, which used to be a court sports. And then we also have a, a gym at the Oakway Center. So Oakway Spa, what used to be Oakway, is now one of our gyms too. And I'm gonna, we're having a little signal difficulty, but here's Sarah. And uh, Sarah's, she's kind of like the grand poobah of exercise at um, most of the gyms now. And as you can see, we have a swimming pool, which I use uh, twice a week. It's a lap pool and somebody's out there in it. We also have a regular pool for summer fun. And then there's a really cool way back there in the corner, there's like a big therapy pool. So Tara, Sarah, tell people some of the things that are going on before we get to the ghost towns, like what, what what's coming up? Oh man, we've got so much fun stuff going on, Rick. We are at all three of our locations and I think Springfield gets a lot of attention because um, we're here so often, but at Oakway, we've got an amazing outdoor space set up right now. We have, we are running classes outside in a covered area with actual matrix um, equipment set up. So we've, we've laid turf. We've made it like a really, really cool vibe. I strongly suggest getting over there and checking it out. Tomorrow I'll be there actually at 1030 um, for an outdoor hit class. I would love, love to invite anybody, anyone who's a member or not, come check it out. Um, also at our West location, which, you know, that club is, um, that was the first club that I was really a part of when I came here. And it's, it is, it has so much cool stuff going on. And I just am excited to bring some attention back over there. Um, we've got a brand new room that's been up and running for some time with some classes going on. But now that we're able to get in there without the masks on, um, we have just such an opportunity to really utilize that space. Um, it's an indoor hit studio. We've got lights, camera action, like it is like a party when you're in there and it's so much fun. Um, you know, I personally am going to go over there and start coaching one to two times a week, starting in June, mid-June. So I'm really excited to just see some new faces over there. Um, we have plenty of space for a ton of people to be in there, outside classes at all three locations. Um, but yeah, West is the next spot to be. 
And HIT classes, for people that don't know, it's really like kind of like circuit training, but mm -hmm. with you're pushing tires, you're totally. banging ropes, yeah. um, all kind of more practical, really. Yes. Um, in a lot of ways, it's like real life stuff, not just lifting weights up and down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. It's functional fitness at its finest, but we have fun and it's almost like you forget you're working out. I mean, you feel it and you are working out, but it's a really fun way. Yeah. You're doing battle ropes. Um, someone was saying the other day that thank goodness they'd been doing all these battle ropes because when they had to go shovel sand or shovel, um, you know, bark mulch or whatever, that's the motion, that's the muscles they were working. And I actually had a, a student yesterday who's been a longtime member of our club. Um, she said she went through an interview and she had to pick she, for part of the process was pick up a heavy box that was 50 pounds from the floor and set onto a table. And she said, coming to your classes and having to pick those big heavy balls up and throw them over our shoulders, she completely uh, credited it to her ability to do that. And so it it's functional fitness, but with the super fun equipment and, you know, the best people we have like a team environment here that is really something to be special and part of. So you guys, and the other thing is that I think for like 40 bucks, you can get a membership to all three gyms and that's every, every gym has a pool. We have the only a Springfield, the only outside yeah. pool this year is showing, but there's pool lap pools at, at all three and uh, the facilities and you can just travel around if you're working in one end of town or live in the other. So it's really handy and um, just call and ask for Sarah. There's personal training as well. And uh, anybody can get you signed up. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Any questions you have, I'm always happy and excited to a to meet new people and and to get new people in there. You know, like I, I, I preach this and I believe it is you come and we'll meet you where you are. So never be afraid to walk in. You know, that's like the hardest part for people is to walk into a class where people are doing all this crazy stuff that looks new. But man, it is so much fun. And I will walk with you every single step of the way, as will our other coaches. And we got a ton of new people. I mean, yes. I'm seeing like younger faces and yeah. I mean, it's like, it's crazy. We got a massage therapist now on staff. Yes, um, she's amazing. Yeah, so, so much fun stuff. The massage, the pools. Um, at this location, obviously right behind me, this outdoor pool, it's gonna be a huge draw. You know, if you wanna get your membership in while we still have those summer times available, it's, it's a perfect time to just enjoy the outdoors. And again, the, um, all the outdoor classes. Like, Rick, this is really, I'd say we have really turned things around as far as like, the harder times we have pushed through and we're yeah. coming out stronger and better than ever. I'm so excited to be part of what's happening here. Yeah. People are ready to work out again. Yes. Yes. All people right. are smiling. It's great. And I, I'm so happy. Thank you for sharing what we're doing here. Hey, you're welcome. I'll see you later, Sarah. Okay. Thank you. So again, you guys, that's Elements Health Clubs. There's one in Springfield, one at West 11th, and one at Oakway Center. So now we're going to look at ghost towns. So gosh, this was like, I cannot remember the year, but it was 2000, I think it was 2007. And it was a, a year before I quit uh, working at KEZI. And, and for years, I have some really old ones. We'll be showing those throughout the next few months as well. But um, this was a, a trip I took with a photographer, Ben McKee. And we started traveling all over these places. I'm gonna show you one first. Um, this is a story with a woman. What we did is a place called Chip. Chitwood. <laughs> I want to make sure you hear that. C-H-I-T, not shit. It's Chitwood, um, Oregon. And it used to be on the highway between Corvallis and uh, Newport. Uh, but then they changed the highway. So you bypass it. You won't even see it anymore. But we drove by it and there's a little covered bridge there. And Ben and I just, we didn't know it. We didn't know what we were going to do. And we just kind of stopped in and there's like five houses and we found this little lady 
and um, I'm sure she's no longer living. But here is the story of Chipwood, Oregon. You've probably driven by the old red covered bridge at Chitwood when you're driving from Corvallis to Newport. It would be an important spot on the railroad. If you read the sign, it was 139 and 8 tenths of a mile to Portland and 750 and 6 tenths of a mile to San Francisco. But today, this is what's left of old Chitwood. This is a story of a place called Chitwood, a spot on the side of the road that meanders through the hills of Corvallis and drops you off in Newport. Chitwood is always Chitwood and, and it's alive for me. That's Maud Eastwood. She's 88 years old. Maud has outlasted just about everything in Chitwood. She's even six years older than that old red covered bridge. Maud was one of 11 children. Her daddy used to run the town's market and post office. She grew up in this old house that sat on the same property as her current home. The old house didn't last. The memories do. What we would do on Saturday nights, there'd be a big bonfire of ties that they'd taken off, you know, that need to be burned up. The whole community would meet. There were Norwegians, it would be pleb cover instrument. But you see, we were all so pure that we weren't allowed to open up the window where we were sleeping and hear the music. But they had fights and everything. You know, they, so somehow was, you heard it. it uh, well, I snuck it open when they were... They didn't go to the town church. Her daddy didn't like the denomination, so they had church at home. When it was time for us to be baptized, why, we were baptized under the bridge down here, of course. Chitwood was a fuel stop. Backs were powered with wood. Folks in Chitwood cut cord after cord to load on the trains as it made its way back and forth to the coast. When the highway came in, Chitwood's doom was sealed. Folks stayed busy for a while. Maud and most of her friends moved away. A few years ago, she and her husband came back. He later died. At one time, there were 30 families in these parts. Now it's just Maud, a couple of neighbors, a sheep or two, the bridge, and her hill. That's what's keeping me living, is going up and down that hill. Like I said, I've got air in my lungs now. I've, I've got muscles in my legs. I beat the United Parcel Man up. In Maud's mind, Chitwood has always been home. When I was a pre-teenager, the night, the stars, the outside, it was something, it was part of me. To hear the wind in the leaves, it was part of me. How does one put into words a lifetime of memories that somehow seemed to come back to such a place? It was if... I had enough when I came back. It was as, as if it was all still here for me. There's something about childhood. It grips us. It won't let us go home. And I thought, God is good. Here's where I'm supposed to be. He has seen to it that I'm back again. And I'm looking at that same moon going over the sky. Home doesn't have to be where you live. So you're back home. I'm back home. Chitwood. It did matter. More than a bridge, you bet. Just think what you'd miss if you didn't stop and ask a few questions. Yeah, I did too. It was one of those things, Kim and Angie, when, I, when we ran into Maud, you know, I kind of walked away and I thought, you know, what an amazing woman. But I was really close to my grandma. 
And my grandmother was one of those people. I listened to the stories of old people. Um, I used to love sitting down and hearing the stories of places and people. And I, I probably missed that the most of anything I ever did in my life. Um, that's the kind of thing that just kind of makes you come alive. And people like Maude, I'm sure she's passed. Uh, but she just invited us in. She didn't know who we were. <laughs> she had no idea. Just two guys from a news station in Eugene. And we were there to do a story on her. And that's the kind of the cool thing about, I think, storytelling and writing is um, that you you get to you get to step into somebody's life um, where you don't really belong. They let you come in and then you go away and and you start talking about who they are. And a lot of times I think it almost shows them a different side of themselves and, and who they really are and stuff. So, yeah, I was kind of I got in the car and, and this is kind of weird, but I said, you know, if I was born at 100 years ago, I'd probably be dating Mon. <laughs> Because we just hit it off. We had a great time. It was a great day. And I, I, I often found that with stories, and I still do, is when um, when you walk away, I feel like I know people better. Um, I always kind of went to a story and thought, if, you, if, if I go in and take a little piece of them and deposit a little piece of me, um, then I think I did my job. And I think that's what I really love doing. So this next story was in the same trip, and this is a place um, called Idiotville, and it is an actual place, um, and, and I called this guy. You know, when you start looking for this, that's the fun part of, you know, doing my job is finding the stories. And so I heard about Idiotville um, online, and then I tracked down this gym, and there's a road near. This is in the Tillamook Forest on the way from Forest Grove to Tillamook. And there's a, um, you have to have somebody take you there because you can't find it otherwise. But he, there's a road named after him. And we went to the little store there and, and picked him up. And then he took us out and we found this place. Um, but this is, I'm gonna show you this story because this is really a fun little story. And, and he was such a good spirit about the whole thing too. So here is a, a little trip to a place called Idiotville. This was a tough ghost town to find. Idiotville, Oregon. Yes, there was an Idiotville, Oregon. But nobody knows for sure where it was. We had to go back and look at, listen to old urban legends and a lot of gossip. And we had the help of a guy named Jim Rears. Halfway between Forest Grove and Tillamook, over the river, down a logging road, and just this side of a bridge was a logging camp called Idiotville. It's hard to find someone willing to help you search for this place. My disclaimer is that I or none of my family have ever lived in Idiotville. <laughs> so this is not one of those places that you're from? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, lots of old timers have heard about it. You know how that goes. It's always someone else. Why Idiotville? So many stories. They had this camp and during the 46 fire decided that they would not evacuate and so from then on they said they referred to it as idiotville because they're going to stay here and burn up or there's this tale uh, another one is that somebody found gold and there was a gold rush a, a minor gold rush and of course they found out there was no gold here and so anybody that responded to that was called an idiot and their camp was idiotville you can see what might have been a road or something like that 
Idiotville was way out in the middle of nothing. Oh, there is a creek named after the town. You guessed it, Idiot Creek. It was so far away from any place, and only an idiot would want to live and work there. <laughs> so you pick your money and you take your choice, I guess. There really was an Idiotville. Even a former governor recognized it. There are a number of urban legends, if you can have urban legends out in the middle of a forest. And one of them is that they were going to make a forest camp out here for trustees to do work on the forest. And when the governor said uh, or heard that it was going to be at Idiotville, he decided we are not making a correction facility at Idiotville. <laughs> now, other people think that would be very appropriate. <laughs> It's fair to say no one will ever develop Idiotville. Not gonna happen. There's a good chance no one will ever come forward and say they were born here. Imagine that birth certificate. Heck, it's not even a good place to die. To die an idiot? So why are we here? Is the person who asks to come and look at Idiotville truly the idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you're in front of a TV camera, I think you're an idiot. <laughs> That's my personal opinion. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> that makes two of us. He was such a great, um, <laughs> he was such a great interview and really funny about it. And, you know, we got there and there was literally nothing like that road was it. And there was no, you know, I've gone to places like even Bay Ocean. And at Bay Ocean, you can see, you know, what, what, looks like there was a town there but this was just absolutely nothing and most ghost towns in oregon there are buildings there and if you guys want more information on ghost towns all you have to do is go online and look for oregon ghost towns because you can go especially up in the baker area um born uh, in fact they shot a gold rush series up in born um, that, that there's a lot there and then there's granite uh, Susanville, all of those are over in that area. Granite still has people living there. They even have a tavern that's a, a bar and a tavern that's still working there. People go out there and live there. So, Consuela, I'm, I'm thrilled that you're showing your second grade class uh, these old videos and stuff like that. That's really fun. They're all on, you probably know, they're all on my YouTube page. So you can find it. So if you guys want to see other ghost towns, we are going to be doing this once a month because Elements really wants to entertain you with some, some good stuff. We don't always have to have controversy in our world. Sometimes we can just be idiots. <laughs> so tonight at 530, we're going to be in Monroe, Oregon. Um, any lab tests now, one of our clients who uh, they do all kinds, over 8,000 different tests for you. Um, and uh, they're going to be sponsoring the show. What they're doing now is sponsoring a restaurant every month. I want to show off a restaurant. So we're going to the, uh, the uh, oh gosh, what, I got to look at my name. I always want to say it wrong. So I'll go to my mail. We're going to the Long Timber Rest, uh, Brewery. And it's the coolest building. It's uh, by a family that uh, Oak Hole Oak uh, Sawmill. And the family's been out there for generations and they built this brewery right in the town of Monroe. And it's beautiful, really good food, really good beer. And so we'll be doing that tonight with Stephanie and Adam uh, at 5.30. So be sure and tune in, we'll be live out there. And then uh, what's tomorrow, Thursday? Tomorrow we're gonna be doing some really amazing things. We're gonna be doing at the Cub Scouts, uh, local Cub Scout troops are gonna be cleaning up, putting the flags at a cemetery. So we're gonna go join them at one o'clock. That's a special show. And then 
at five, we're going to be with uh, Derek Roser Real Estate, and he's going to be giving away free meals to veterans at the VFW Veterans uh, this weekend. They do a whole dinner all the way through, and we'll be telling you a whole bunch more about that. So that's coming up tomorrow night at five. And then I'm taking Memorial Weekend off. <laughs> so I hope you guys do too and have fun. All right, so I will see you tonight in Monroe, and we're going to show you some great beer and some great facilities.